Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 324 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, the holidays are in full swing, and for some, it's not always a happy time. So let's talk about that and what we can do about it. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with unhappy holidays. That's what's coming up next. everyone. We are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the Word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast, there are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. BCU family. So prior to us getting into our content, I just wanted to do a brief background and disclaimer. Now we are in the beginning of December and we thank God for that. The holidays are definitely out in full swing. Now I do know that there are many among us who do not advocate celebrating Christmas. And that is understandable. This post is not here to advocate one way or the other about how biblical Christmas is. Rather, we are taking a look at the grieving process. And many people, BCU fam, are grieving this time of year because of the loss of their loved ones. Uh, The holidays are typically around family and gatherings and get-togethers. And for some people, it's a sad time. And we need to recognize that and know what to do in order to move in the way that God would have us to. So that's what this post is all about. So listen prayerfully as we talk through this sensitive situation and be guided by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as to what you can do to help ease someone's burden as far as grieving is concerned at this very pivotal time of year. Take a listen. in holiday season and with the holiday season there is this uh, I would say 
I guess the, the, the mindset behind it is that it's it's happy because, you know, there's time off for some of us uh, because we're getting together, because we're having parties, because uh, there's exchanging of gifts, because we're celebrating the birth of Christ, uh, all of those things together, whether you're saved or not. Uh, typically speaking, this is a great time for many people. Now, while it is, uh, there was an incident or conversation, I should say, that happened a few years ago uh, between myself and a couple of coworkers that had me looking at the holidays in a more compassionate and through the eyes of Christ type of way. Now, I remember around this time, it probably was about, I don't know, maybe about six, seven years ago, I was getting my laptop upgraded for work, and one of the techs was working on it, and we were just chit-chatting about things, and uh, the tech remarked, you know, I'll be glad when the holidays are over. This is a tough time for some people. And then later that same week, someone else reminded me, another coworker, if I'm not mistaken, said, you know, the holidays are not happy for everybody. And in both cases, my coworkers had lost an immediate family member. And understandably, the holidays did bring some sadness. And because of who the Lord has made me, BCU fam, and many of us, I really did want to say something to make it better, and I didn't have any words. I was just led of the Lord to listen and to quietly pray. Now, grief is a part of life, and at some point, uh, we will lose something or someone that is near and dear to us and grieving is biblical it is very biblical as a matter of fact if we take a look in the book of ruth and you have to read the entire chapter chapter one to understand what happened but you had elimelech who was married to naomi and they had two sons malon and chilion and they came to the country of Moab because there was a famine uh, in the land. So this is where they were able to find something to eat. Now, what happened was Elimelech, who was Naomi's husband, passed away. He died and she was left and her two sons. Now, the two sons had gotten married and took two wives of the same place in Moab. A uh, one of the sons was married to Orpha and the other son was married to Ruth and they were in Moab for about 10 years. Now it came to pass that Malon and Chilion died. Both of them died and the woman was left of her two sons and her husband, meaning Naomi has not only lost her husband but her two sons as well so along with losing those nearest and dearest to her she would now be left not being provided for in biblical times what happened was most in most times the men 
took care of the women. That's that's the way the Lord had it set up, and it's still set up that way. That's a different podcast, PCU fam. They were the primary uh, breadwinners and took care of the women. So uh, not only was she bereft of her husband, but now of her sons as well, and there are the three women that are left. On top of the fact that, of course, you know, losing three family members in this period of time was a lot for her heart. Now, as the women were deciding what to do, one daughter-in-law decided that she would go back to uh, her family. Uh, Ruth, of course, stayed with Naomi. So Naomi decides and Ruth decides that they are going to go back uh, to their homeland where they came from originally. And that would be Bethlehem. And this is around verse number 19 of Ruth chapter 1. So as Ruth and Naomi make their way back to Bethlehem, uh, of course, the city knew who she was and people were asking after her, you know, saying, is this Naomi? You know, is that her? Is that her? And who, uh, who knows what else they were saying about her losing her family? Who knows? The Bible doesn't say that, but they were... They were curious about her. And Naomi, in verse number 20, says unto them, Call me not Naomi. And Naomi means pleasant. She said, Call me Mara, which means bitter. For the Lord Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. My Lord, I went out full And the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why then call me Naomi? Seeing the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. Now, this woman was clearly grieving and she said as much. What I also noticed, though, BCU fam, is that the word does not record anyone responding with familiar platitudes to quiet her down or to ease her pain. Okay? Now, Proverbs 25 and 20 says, As he that takes away a garment in cold weather and as vinegar upon the nitri, so is he that sings songs to a heavy heart. Now, nitri was and still is a cleansing agent found in the lakes of Egypt. It's similar to what we know as baking soda. Nitri effervesced or bubbled when it came into contact with something acidic, such as vinegar. So... Think about it, BCU fam. As people are mourning the loss of their loved ones, sometimes we can say, and we're well-intentioned in saying it, but we say acidic things like, don't cry. You know, she wouldn't want you to be sad. Well, think about it. At least he's not suffering anymore. Well, yes, 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 but but you'll see her again. She's she's in a better place. Well, you know, God needed him. 
And I'm silent on purpose, BCU fam, because many of us have said these things to a grieving heart. And, you know, when we say to someone, well, God needed them, what did God need them for? We have to think about what we're saying. God has plenty of resources. And once we leave earth, you know, our work, it ceases. So, you know, while we mean well when we say what we're saying, did we need to say what we said at the time that we said it? Are the words that we're speaking, those platitudes, you know, uh, uh, so-and-so wouldn't want you to be sad or they're in a better place, are they really going to bring comfort? You know, as a matter of fact, I can remember that some of those remarks were said to a revered and wonderful woman of God who had lost her husband. And as people were, were saying these things to her, she said, I know all of that. But I don't want to hear that right now. She, she had to let the people know it was time to be quiet. And quite honestly, BCU fam, sometimes we're doing way too much talking. You know, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 reminds us that there's a time to speak and a time to keep silent. And sometimes we need to exercise the time to keep silent. When I think about the book of Job, when Job was going through what he was going through, initially his friends came to sit with Job and they sat in silence for seven days, if my memory serves me correctly, just sitting with Job in his time of sorrow. And Job had lost everything he had. He had lost children and cattle and, and everything. And they sat with him silently. So I, I say all of that, BCU fam, to just remind us that we're human and the death of our loved ones, it hurts. Just this year alone, I have lost five loved ones, two of those loved ones who were related to me and the other three who were close to my heart, especially my sweet mother, Brenda Elliott, a good friend of mine and sister uh, who just loved me. And uh, we, we had a wonderful relationship. I posted about that uh, a while back. So you know, around this time of year, it's natural to miss them, to miss their physical presence. And not just people who have passed away recently. We remember people from years ago. I had a very dear friend, uh, Henry Nelson, friend and co-worker uh, who passed away suddenly. And, you know, when I think about our relationship that we had and, you know, so much, you know, fun and, and craziness and even some serious times, you know, I miss being able to pick up the phone and, and to hear his voice. So that sometimes brings a little sadness. Uh, there are people who feel this way. It ebbs and it flows. There are times that you can remember a person and you can laugh about things that they've said and done. And there are other times that you think about them and the grief overwhelms your heart. And when those times come, and, and we see someone that is, is going through that process where they're sad in their hearts. It's hard to watch someone. And it's natural and it's correct to want to comfort the person. There's nothing wrong with that. What we need to do as people of God is to check in with the Lord who will let us know 
what we should say, if anything. If we just ask, rather than rushing in, let's take a moment to ask. Proverbs 25 and 11 says that a word spoken fitly is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Let me say that again. A word spoken fitly or spoken at the right time is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Now, when you think of what a stunning vision that is, how amazing would it be for us to speak that way all of the time? We can do that if we ask Jesus how to do it. And sometimes, BCU fam, let's just remember that a listening ear, a quiet shoulder to cry on, or just your silent presence can speak volumes. Sometimes those are the words that are spoken fitly. It's just being present and being quiet. There's nothing wrong with that. Amen. Amen. Woo, BCU family. I know that this is a weightier topic. It is necessary for us to talk it through. And the amazing thing is, is that we have God with us to help us through this. So let's just take everything to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, as always, we give your name, praise, glory, and honor. We come with uplifted hands, Lord. We thank you for all of your goodness, grace, and mercy that you have extended to us up until this point in time. Lord, as we come before you today, we want to be very aware of those who may be grieving or feeling the loss of someone around us. Lord, we pray that you'll bless us to be sensitive to your spirit, to help us to hear you, to see the people that are among us that may be going through, that may be sad in their hearts and minds, and help us to know exactly what to do or to say, if anything. Bless us to know, Lord, if a hug is necessary, if we need to speak to the individual, if it's better to quietly pray or to speak to them or whatever the case may be, Lord, whatever you would have us to do, help us to just be mindful, Lord Jesus, and to do it to your glory, to your honor, and to your praise. And for those of us, Lord, who are feeling the loss of our loved ones, Lord, for those of us that are feeling the loss of our our friends and our families and, and, and the people, Lord, that you have placed in our lives for the season that you did, it is my prayer today, Lord, that you will speak to every broken heart, every grieving heart, every sad heart, Lord Jesus. The scriptures remind us that you are near to a broken heart and you save such that of a contrite spirit, Lord. So because you are here, because you are omnipresent, because you know, Lord Jesus, you are able to comfort and to strengthen, Lord. You are a comforter. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for being a comforter to someone today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for being a tear dryer to someone today, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for wrapping your arms around someone today and letting them know that you are here, Lord. And we bless your name for it as we lean into you for the strength that we need to make it, Lord, through each and every day. So we thank you for being our strength. As the song says, strength like no other that reaches for us. And we thank you for that, Lord. We pray, Lord, for for those that don't know you and the pardoning of their sins who may be trying to medicate themselves 
to not feel the sadness to numb themselves to it, Lord. We pray that you'll send your spirit out to them, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, that you'll touch them because you're able. And we pray, Lord, that through you speaking to them, that you will draw them to you so that they may ask, what must I do to be saved? We thank you, Lord, for blessing us and for keeping and for making your faces shine upon us, Lord, for helping us to be good helpers of you, Lord Jesus, for helping us to be mindful and for strengthening us through our process. It's in Jesus' name that we thank you for this and always for all things. We pray and we bless you. Amen. Well, BCU family, I am very curious to know what you thought about this particular podcast episode. So if you are not already on the blencouragesyou.com site, please head down to the comment section there and leave a comment and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU family, it is time for me to sign off. Once again, this is Blen from blencouragesyou.com. Thank you all so much for your prayerful support and for tuning in. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you stay on the walk.